0: What up, Bucks fans? We are back. This is Real Bucks Talk live on a Monday. It would help if I pushed the go live button, right? <laughs> so now we're finally in here. Uh, so again, I'm your host, Michael Plus. Join as always, my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Be sure to hit that like button. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, if you're new in here, welcome. We appreciate every single one of you. You guys make the channel go. Uh, the, the interaction with the latest videos has been awesome. So much thanks to everyone. And, Mark, we finally had a football game. Football is back. And it was really cool to see our Buccaneers in action, especially a lot of young players uh, getting their first time in their experience and everything. So, Mark, just your overall thoughts of this past weekend. It was pretty cool to see. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, you got a little bit of everything. It was excitement till the end. I mean, you saw the young guys you wanted to see. Um, offense had times where they were going left and right. Then you saw areas where, okay, maybe we need improvement. You, you saw your future quarterback of the future, right? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, is he going to shit the bed? Oh, never mind. He's got some good things. He's showing some improvements. Um, we're going to talk a lot on that. Uh, I know we just put out a film study on him. Uh, if you guys liked it, hit that like button on that video and then come right back over here. But, I mean, Cal Trash showed a lot. Um, defensively, there were some areas where, Okay, maybe we need to fix some holes, but a lot of the starters, a lot of the even the second-tier, secondary guys weren't even there. So Mm -hmm. a lot of young guys learning on the go. But, I mean, either way to me, fun game to watch and to break down, to be honest.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, with the defense, yeah, a lot of the main guys weren't in there. We got to see, you know, a lot of Logan Hall. We got to see uh, Cam Gill, Anthony Nelson, uh, the the young linebackers, and KJ Britt. Uh, so there was a you know mixed group in there, uh, the secondary with uh, Nolan Turner. So yeah, I mean, lot to uh, lot to look at. It was uh, it was really fun to see. Yeah,
1: so I mean, overall, the sad part about it, or there were injuries. I mean, you have Barner going on the IR, and then what do we happen? We signed a running back from the Dolphins, Laird, a uh, former Cal running back. Uh, good hands on him. So, but let's see if he makes a roster. He's starting off late. And then Cam Gill gets hurt, which sucked because he was lighting it up on defense. And what do you know? We bring in Carl Nassib. Actually, actually talk on that before we kind of jump into it. It's a familiar face. Always good to, to see a guy like this that thrived here. Bucks signed Carl Nassib just a one year deal. So, jump on how you feel about Bucks bringing back Carl Nassib. And then we'll touch on the preseason after.
0: Yeah, Carl, I think, you know, with Cam Gill being out with uh, the the Liz Frank, which that's a tough injury. We don't know how, you know, that's going to play out if he's going to be out for the year or if he can come back at some point. So with him going down, you needed a guy that they could trust. And and Carl's, you know, obviously been in the system. He plays special teams and he can rush the passer and give you some flexibility inside and outside. So this was kind of like a move we kind of wanted to happen like you you, yeah. you saw it on the door right uh and now they they finally brought it home so i think it's a great fit he fits the locker room perfectly guys love him so yeah it should be a lot of fun to have him back
1: and the best part about him is he already knows the system mm-hmm. like you just said everyone's familiar with him he's comfortable in this locker room maybe some would think oh this is a distraction it's not a distraction at all this dude Knows everyone here. The guys know him. They know he's going to fight. They know the type of caliber player he is. He can just plug and play right now because what do you know? He has his friends with him. He knows the playbook. I don't have to think. I can just go. And we're saying Carl Nassib is a a little bit better Anthony Nelson. Maybe they're getting more along the lines of the same type of player now, which would be insane. Those two six seven type of guys on the edge, when you have JTS and Shaq ahead of them, you can rest them. Good luck, guys. I mean, yeah. I can't believe he was sitting on the waiver wire just just to be scooped up like that. And then just based off of opportunity, oops, I he's a Buccaneer again. I like it.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot, too. It just made a lot of sense. And you can see these kind of moves uh, coming into place if if injuries did occur. So it's awesome to have him available. Um, and we could definitely see other familiar faces uh, get signed if, if injuries happen elsewhere. So... Yeah, just made too much sense not to to bring yeah. him back. And, you know, you look at his numbers there, his two years in Tampa, 12 and a half sacks, really best two years of his career, if you break it all down, uh, he played very well. So natural fit, and like you were talking about, you can just move him around in different areas, and he can bring, just be a solid contributor. Uh, and he always brings a presence when he's on the field, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's nuts. 25
1: QB hits, 20 tackles for loss. I mean, he was all over the place. I, I had nothing but good things to say about Carl Nassib when he was here. Uh, I know, Todd Bowles. If you guys saw our little update on that about Anthony Nelson, the only guy who doesn't fall <laughs> for a what was it, bootleg? Okay. a bootleg, maybe bootleg, but I mean, I like a lot more secure now than I was earlier with the the depth of the defensive end or edge rusher position because Carl Nassib showed back in the day where he could drop back and just be a big guy in coverage didn't have to be great. It just had to be in the way. seven is hard to throw over or around. So the fact that you have two of these guys, and they're usually healthy. So <laughs> look at that. 15 games, 14 games. A lot of stuff to like. And then when he leaves here, always like the Rays. Once they leave, they're bad. And second yeah. they come back, they just light it up. Because right? hell, he was pretty damn good here. And I appreciate the efforts, and I hope he brings it back. He's still only 29 years old. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I, I like it. And again, you can bring him you know as your second wave of rotation and you you imagine him Nacho and Anthony Nelson getting after it with their motors that's non-stop like that's a lot of fun uh to have in your your back pocket uh and it just allows like you said more flexibility for JTS to you know rush from the inside also you know Shaq Barrett can some do some different things as well so Overall, great move because he also brings special teams. And a lot of these other players that are on the free agent market might not play special teams. So that's, I think that's what it came down to.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's, again, feeding already a loaded roster. Okay. Uh, and the defense, let's look at the preseason game. So mm. the majority of the guys that are going to be asked to play and be huge key roles did not play at all. I mean, I think the whole defense was all second tier or lower. And I guess we'll we'll start it off this way. So a person everyone wanted to see is always the rookies. So your first first pick, but which was a second rounder, Logan Hall. Uh, I guess give your initial thoughts of them because I think you know my thoughts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it was tough. I, I saw some good things and, you know, obviously there were some moments. It's like, you know, what are you doing? type of thing um there's definitely some of that in the game but i didn't really see like just too many like glaring negatives i I thought there was a you know a lot of positives for him as far as just pushing the pocket doing some different things he was definitely trying out different things it seemed like with his pass rush moves um and they weren't successful obviously (laughs) but you know he was he was definitely bringing effort which i liked uh held his gaps I thought okay Um, so I mean definitely improved in the second half I would say the first half was you know kind of up and down for sure
1: yeah you're kind of branching off to what I'm about to say so yeah Logan Hall I mean I have my own opinions of him he's still young still learning I know they asked him to gain weight. a lot of people were saying oh he did great I mean watch the tail of two halves I mean his first half to me looked ugly he got pushed around there's higher tier players probably second string, if not first string type players for the Dolphins. To me, he got moved around a lot. And then when it was a running play, he got distracted. He didn't know where the hell he was at. He would run after the ball carrier that didn't have a ball. Uh, and who was following him? I don't know if this is sarcasm. Let's not forget Grant Stewart was out there sticking to his assignments. <laughs> I'm hoping that sarcasm because uh, I that's think it was is. with him chasing after someone that didn't have the ball. And that to me, you can learn that you can get improved on that. The Bucks took, Logan Hall for his pass rush ability. And he's going to have to learn how to stop the run. Cause that's just not his forte right now. He stays a little high. I did see him trying to shoot gaps, which did cause disruption a lot. I saw it in the first half, but when it came to, let me push someone backwards, it wasn't really there for me just yet. And he was doing spin moves. It didn't go anywhere. He just spun himself. And again, first time seeing you. Okay. But we're going to see some more or maturation of his moves uh, at least he's trying them at least he has a confidence to do that stuff because yeah. some people won't even try it because they're too afraid to mess up at least he has that confidence uh and then that's that's how i see him like the way he talks sometimes bothers mm-hmm. me. it's almost too cocky and then i see this i'm like what are you what are you getting so cocky about you didn't do jack shit
0: <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i mean it's definitely it's a it's a maturation process for sure he, he's got a uh, you know, get that feel, get the speed of the game, you know, and he's he's jumping up in a, in a very much higher competition, you know, coming from Houston and, and jumping all the way to the NFL. So, yeah, technique and all that stuff is going to have to be ironed out. But the bottom line is all this is coachable. He can learn from it. And I'm, I'm sure he's looking at the tape and probably agreeing with us. He, he's got to be, be better, more disciplined uh, with his eyes and, and stuff like that. And against Miami's offense, that's a good test Uh, because they run a a bunch of misdirection and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean. Did he not get a tackle either? I don't think he did. Um, I know he was in on one. I think they gave it to Cam Gill. I believe Cam Gill had the the tackle for loss. Uh, So Played like a man possessed, too. He did, yeah. It sucks he got injured. He was definitely going to make this roster. He was going to be that fourth uh, edge rusher for sure. And uh, now we don't know. When he's coming back, yeah. But talking on
1: him though, I saw mm-hmm. him run a play from behind, like twenty-five yards from behind the play, and ran the guy down, tackled him. A, yeah. a, a different level motor, different level of power, speed than anyone else on the field. I mean, it was almost like seeing Shaq Barrett's first year here. It was just mm. dominating whoever the hell was in front of him, and they just left him in the game. So, yeah, I'm hoping he comes back quick. Let's see what they say. Again, you never know because. It, Ryan Jensen, it's going on, what, about five months now? And we haven't <laughs> But, yeah. I mean, let's see what happens, what the timetable is on that. Right. But um, Any other talking points on defense? I guess Anthony Nelson also had a really good game.
0: Right, yeah. We put a video out on Anthony Nelson today. Go check that out. Uh, it was a very good game for him. He's definitely transformed his body a little bit. It uh, looks faster. looks like his pass rush arsenal is more developed. Um, so... He did a lot of good things. Uh and again, he's a guy that just always in the right spot. You don't have to worry about him not doing his job. And I think that's what makes him so cool to to see out there uh, when he is playing because usually he's right there next to the football.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't talk bad about any of those guys. And those guys would have been people you see on the field a lot more in our defense. Other than that, it was all backups. Pat Connor flashed mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, Brick calling the plays on defense. He was around, and then you like how the linebackers look too, right?
0: Yeah, I loved the the linebackers. I thought JJ Russell did some good things, but number fifty three from Rutgers. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Fada Fadakazi or Fadakuzi. I don't know. That's probably wrong. Name police is going to get me. But he had a really good. <laughs> he had a really good game. I, I thought he just looked very instinctual, not super athletic, but he's. I, I, I guess I shouldn't say that either. Someone's going to give me for that. It's not saying he's super athletic, uh, <laughs> but
1: I, you in a four, four play.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, he he's, he's fast enough and he's in the right spot. So uh, that's what I liked about him. And he, he was doing a lot of good things. He made a, a very key. I think it was third and like short. He came across and made the tackle on the quarterback. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I mean, keeping the,
1: Situational football keeping you in the game yeah. and your offense back out there to get potentially field goal range score
0: Yeah, Grant, Grant, Grant Stewart's in trouble. I'll say that. Grant Stewart's in trouble making the team. I agree. I yeah. mean, I know Grant Stewart is a, a baller on
1: special teams, but I mean, if you're you have no potential of doing anything on the defense in case one of these guys get hurt, you got to have ba- like a play in a pinch. And if hmm. some New York rookie guy's doing better, oops, oh, Kr- Krillin says, Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, but it's true. I mean, yeah, sometimes he just doesn't know where he's going. Uh, and he plays like a man on with his head on fire, but that's good for special teams only,
0: right? Chris, uh, that's Chris Cole, idea. good to see you. Yeah,
1: good to see you. Yep, we'll keep it going. Hopefully, we we'll bring some uh good intel and things that's going on. Any word on if Tyler Johnson, Stearns, or Geiger was more involved in practice today?
0: Uh, so. I'm not sure on that one. I, I'm I'm sure they all practice. Um, they're all out there. So I don't see why they wouldn't be involved. Um, Tyler Johnson's definitely involved with the offense. He had a great game on Saturday and we'll get to the offense here shortly. Um, but yeah, all those guys, maybe he's thinking of uh, Devin Tompkins, mm. but, but, you know, all the receiver competition. And again, we'll get to that here soon. Very stacked.
1: Yeah, actually, I want to just jump into it right now. Okay, Maybe. let's do it. I just want to talk defensively. I mean, who else ever showed out to you? I mean, Nolan Turner kind of looked, was around the ball a lot when it was mm-hmm. in the secondary. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I didn't get really any, any glaring things. But mm-hmm. I mean, everyone wanted to see Zion McCollum, but I don't know what the heck they expected from him. Yeah. Uh, I guess touch on those points.
0: Yeah, Zion. He just he just needs the reps. I mean, he needs the experience, and you know he got beat on a double move. Uh, on the touchdown, you yep. know, it, it happens. He's going to be super aggressive, I thought, when they let him play press. He did some good things. I mean, you know, he showed he showed some abilities. definitely got the athletic ability. He just needs to just continue to learn his job and learn the defense. That will be big. But you only do that with repetition and experience. So he'll come along. Um, I thought there was um, the one corner, McMichael, I thought he did some good things. Kyler McMichael. I think he's out of North Carolina. He had a good pass breakup at the goal line. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. So he, he, he was decent out there. Um, other than that, like you said, Nolan Turner, I, I thought looked good out of the safety group. Um, uh, what was the other guy? Don Gardner almost had an interception, came really close. So. I, I
1: thought I would see D Delaney a little bit more. Like right. see, see him pop off a little bit more, but like, I don't know why there's people catching balls in front of them, so I don't know what was it with that. Maybe we're just playing soft defense there, but mm-hmm. I thought he would have made it another jump from last year to this year since he had so much playing time last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one little downer thing I kind of took from. And then here, Joshua here. Michael, yeah. trust me. Yeah.
0: Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> yeah, Josh, good to see you. He works at Pew Report. Be sure to check out uh, his great content as well. Uh, yeah, I mean we can we can get into the offense now. You know, defensively, I didn't see any like super negative. So that that was good. But yeah, let's talk about the offense. Obviously, we talked a lot about Kyle Trask. But let's <laughs> let's let's start with uh let's start with Daddy, Blaine Gabbert, you know, spinning the ball out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that that second drive was was pretty good. You know, the first drive, you know, stalled because of holding and um, you know, just couldn't get anything going there. But that second drive was was nice. Open now, uh, a yeah.
1: Out route. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, second drive.
0: Yeah, second drive. I thought was you know really nice to see. You know, got some good opportunities. Tyler Johnson making plays uh, across the field, and then also on a little slot fade route uh, where he went up and and got it. Gio Bernard running the football, yeah. you know, pretty effectively, and then the use of. Um, the play action pass for the touchdown that was awesome. They did a little play action uh, trap protection, which I love. Sarcastic, but <laughs> I, I love love that play, and it worked. I mean, Darden and Scotty Miller were wide open, and easy throw for Blaine Gabbert. And Keith made a nice crucial block on that play too. Yeah. Uh, I like to see it. Yeah, and- I, I saw I saw Kate Otten pass protection yeah. as well. Both of them on the tight Tyler Johnson pass, so yeah, really nice. They they put they left Kate Otten one on one with an edge rusher, an
1: outside Mm -hmm. linebacker. I thought that was awesome. I mean, to have confidence in him, no, get your ass out there, make a block. And Mm -hmm. both of them were really aggressive, even after a catch or uh, running down the field, making blocks down the field. I love to see that. Love to see that. Uh, so I guess touching more on them, Kate Otten had some catches, then he got drilled on one where kind of Trask the ball and it the ball met kate out and at the same time he got hit so yeah it's not necessarily his fault but the demeanor on both these guys business get to the next play like i made a play get to the next play very very business casual kind of feel to the game
0: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i i love them both uh you know obviously whoever watches this channel you guys know i'm a huge fan of kate on i i you know, talk about him daily if I can, because I just think he's so super impressive. Um, he just does everything right. Wears no gloves, by the way. Uh he's yeah. a, a true hands catcher, uh, which is great. I just hope he doesn't hurt his fingers. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's just it was cool to see him, you know, blocking, doing all the, the little things, and then Ko Keefe just putting people on their ass. I mean, that's that's what it's about. Yeah, I mean both
1: of them had big blocking opportunities and showed up and yep. something we don't really see here often unless it's Robert Gronkowski and he's no longer here. Mm-hmm. So they they yeah. drafted well, I'll say, especially at the tight end position.
0: Yeah. Krillin. Absolutely. I love Hell that yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: surprised. Not every video we do is Koki or not Koki. Hey, yeah. Yeah.
0: If, if we could, I would, but we can't do that. It's just a little too much. <laughs>
1: I'm hitting the, the stop sign every damn time, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk on the O line now. So we talk a little mm. bit of O'Keefe and K. blocking. So, yeah. Your initial thoughts of the O line, Haney, D, Nick Leverett, like how they had them starting left guard, center, uh, Stinney at right guard. How do you think they looked?
0: Yeah, I thought you know it was kind of mix you know, mix, mix bag. I thought Hainsey was probably the best. He was like very consistent, did a pretty good job. Uh Leverett had some good things, but also had some negatives where trying to be a little bit, maybe too aggressive, let some penetration in. Uh, so just little things with his consistency. Stinny, you know, kind of same thing. I thought he did some good things too. Um, So yeah, it's kind of mixed. Kadeki or Kadecki, Gidecki. <laughs> God, name police is gonna just kill me today. Sure. Um, yep. <laughs> Get a key. I, I thought he did uh better as the game went on. I thought he got more comfortable as the game went on and, and showed promise for sure. Yeah, so I'm gonna add on
1: what Josh is saying here. Hainzie looked good, Leverett looked good, and tackles were ouch. Yes, yeah. tackles were big time ouch. I yeah. feel like every time they're just beaten off the snap, it looked ugly. Fred Johnson, yeah, yeah. tough. Fred Johnson- and- Allowed the interception. Or it's not his fault, but I mean, the interception happened. Let's mm-hmm. get that out of there. We'll talk about that later, but two bad plays. An interception happened on the play where he got beat immediately in a strip sack fumble that resulted in a touchdown. That's ugly. <laughs> That's not mm-hmm. what you want to have in your resume. But talking on handy and Leverett, Hainsey looked real good to me. Mm-hmm. Like helped Comfortable. Yeah, very comfortable, very in control of what he's doing. Good reads and also like we talked about in the Trask film study, him getting out and screens. The, the boy is athletic. Talk about athlete. He's getting out there in front, getting little chip block blocks on linebackers. He looked ready to go. And I like how they got him out after a few, a few series and it was like, Okay, yeah, he, he's good enough. Let's get him the hell out. Mm-hmm. And then he shifted Leverett over and then who moves in at left left guard. So uh Leverett, like you just mentioned. Uh, I know he's getting a lot of praise, a lot of good things. He's out there, the first person out. But there were times where it was inconsistent to me. Like, Mm -hmm. he'd either get pushed back, and like the big Tyler Johnson pass play where Trash has to get that thing out really fast because there's a man in his face, leveraged the one getting bulldozed over. Uh, Yeah, he had some really good hustle and motor plays where he kind of pushed someone over and kept going even through the whistle. I love that. Sometimes I'm like, I want to see a little bit more consistency if he's gonna be our left guard, but he's yeah. been in the system longer and then get a key. So I think that's kind of a standstill on that one to me. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's you know more to come, right? It's more to come because we have to continue to see how these guys progress. Obviously, the the big indicator will be that third preseason game, who's the starting left guard then? Cause all the starters are gonna play that game. Uh, you know, at least for a couple quarters uh, at the minimum. So whoever the starter is, left guard going into against Indianapolis, that'll be your your telltale sign. But this week. Are they going to rotate it? Yeah, yeah. Hainsey, uh the twist block on touchdown run for Keyshawn. Yeah, that was good. And who is the fullback on that play? co baby. Yeah, Bailey. fullback city. Here we come. uh <laughs> <laughs> love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, so, but like I was saying with the left, yeah, no, no, you're good with the left guard spot. You know, we just got to continue to see how that rotation plays out. Are they going to put a new starter this week for this week's game at that position? You know, that will be a big sign if it's still up in the air. Yeah. But I mean, it is telling that Nick Leverett had the first
1: opportunity to get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So then again, he's going to be playing next to Donovan Smith. Maybe maybe he just was doing too much when he's next to a better player. Maybe he's going to do more of his assignment. So maybe that's yeah. credit to that, too. It's not right. like he was being overmatched or anything. It was just right. sometimes I'm like what
0: was the consistency <laughs> it's, at? It's tough because you have Brandon, Brandon Walton as your left tackle. And Brandon later in the game went to right guard. So he's like yeah. playing everywhere uh, and he's just not ready to be. A tackle yet. I think he has upside to be a tackle, but I feel like he's a better player at guard right now uh, than he is tackle. So, yeah, that, that was tough. I mean, it, it was tough. And then later on, you had Dylan Cook as your left tackle, and, you know, he struggled, had some good moments, but he struggled too. So, yeah. I mean, and Ovaline, we kind of
1: talked our heads off on it. Yeah, Geddick, he looked better later in the game, second half. Yeah, you better because it's against guys that are more your, along your line of caliber player. Mm-hmm. Once you face first, second teamers, it's a little bit different story. Yeah, uh, yeah just the one thing you saw is a lot of what the coaches were saying. He's just get lower. That's mm-hmm. about it. If he gets lower, his body, his size, he can kind of start winning matchups more consistently, but he just needs to get his pad level down. Uh, O-line, we've talked our heads off on that. Let's go into what everyone else wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you choose it Is it going to be a wide receiver Or the old quarterback
0: uh, Let's go into receiver Because, you know, they made a lot of, you know, key plays I guess we can start with, uh, you know, Tyler Johnson and his impact He looked very comfortable uh, Obviously with six catches, 73 yards on seven targets Had one drop, you know, late in the game But he looked good He looked, he looked confident, confident in his ability he, It seemed like he understood the playbook like flawlessly like he knew where to be route running was pretty sharp he created some separation and he was also able to make moves after the catch which i i know we've seen a little bit of it from him in the past but this was like it was just smooth like very quick almost chris (laughs) godwin-esque it
1: was it was like
0: players yeah
1: yeah so i mean one big thing i noticed after the drop, I mean, I know some some people get pissed off about drops, and it was, oh, keep eat White House, please, watch down. <laughs> there, there is, but then there's also potentials for trades. You never know. But talking on that drop, so he had a drop. I got pissed at him for some of these. It was the same exact little quick slant in, drops it. Looked like he was about to get hit. He got scared. Right. What they do, they went right back to him on the other side of the field, and he caught the same exact play, same exact pass, but yeah. he caught the ball and he converted for a first down. Loved it. Love to see that. There was no, oh, I'm going to have to sit on the sideline, think about what happened. No, I caught the ball. I keep moving. Six catches, 73 yards. And one of the biggest catches was a contested catch and Mm -hmm. came down with the ball and hyped it up, celebrated like it was a touchdown. But that's stuff you want to see. That's a huge big gainer from him. And, I mean, he just showed a lot. Good route running, hands. Catch out yards after catch. He did a lot. And I mean, he showed he took the offseason to really train on himself and get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, another wide receiver, Jalen Darden, only had one catch, but it was a big catch, touchdown, 23 yards. Literally, after that touchdown, you never really saw him because yeah. I think he just took him off. So, is that to me, is that meaning Darden has more value? Because, okay, let's take him off so we don't get him hurt because he's our punt returner, solidified. He's on the roster. Is that what I'm getting too much looking too much into or I think, you think you're right. Live?
0: No, I think you're right on it. And the way the coaching staff has been talking about Jalen Darden, uh, I know there was a interview out there that Todd Bowles did with, uh, I think it was like SiriusXM, XM and they spoke about Jalen Darden. Like he spoke very highly of him, like as far as being one of the main weapons on offense, not only offense, but you know, special teams as well. So it, it seems like he's got definitely an inside track as the fifth receiver after the top four. And, you know, after that, is it going to be, you know, Tyler Johnson and etc. cetera. But, yeah, Darden, I, I thought, again, he's another one that just looks comfortable. He understands the, the playbook and, you know, showing consistency, getting open, that's, that's going to be key.
1: It's disgusting
0: yeah. the amount of depth there is at that wide receiver and
1: who could be let go. Yeah, like you just said. Yeah. Mike, Chris, Gage, and Julio. Those four, they're there. You didn't really see much of Grayson at all. Uh, all right, all right. So he was he, out there. I saw him out he, there.
0: He was, yeah.
1: Uh, but TJ blew it up. Jordan had the one touchdown. Scotty was out there a lot. I mean, he was open at times. Just never got the ball. Pearman's never practicing. Doesn't <laughs> I, I, mean to me. I'm, I just, he's hurt. So you can't play yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, and then... Devin Tompkins, Stearns, Geiger, they all balled out. So a lot of young, hungry guys pushing the top, but these guys still perform. I mean, Scotty, maybe if he catches that one deep ball from Trask, Mm -hmm. maybe he's getting his name talked about a lot more, but I'm more interested in what this Darden thing is. Uh, Is it truly he is a hand-picked guy from Brady from last year, and he's going to have a bigger, more evolved role in the offense? Like, because he – is a typical little gadget-type player. Throw him a quick screen, get him in space, and see what the hell he can do. Yeah, I like that potential, considering all the big guys we have. If that happened, that's something they're kind of holding under wraps, that'd be amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know if the Bucks would do that. I wish they would, but we'll see. Maybe it's just the punt return ability. They don't want to get him hurt, but yeah. his ability to create in space, I think, is huge, and I'm hoping that, to me, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, T B twelve uh, you know, Goatman makes a great point. This is gonna upset outside leverage, but you know, <laughs> they're they're definitely featuring uh Tyler Johnson. And Tyler played pretty much the whole game lot, you know, on the weekend. He was into the fourth quarter with Trask. So very well could be that they're trying to get his value up for a potential trade. I, I think it's it comes down to either him or Scotty Miller as far as potential trades and, and see where they can go from there. But Darden, I think he's got a, he's pretty close to a lock in my opinion, just because of the draft status. They traded up to get this guy in the fourth round. They feel confident with his return ability that is going to become more consistent. He understands the playbook. Now his body is in great shape and he's just being more consistent overall at camp. He's making tons of plays there and then making plays in the game too. So that's what matters.
1: And that that is telling. So, I mean, Outside leverage said here, Brady brought you Antonio Brown. There's a reason players aren't GMs. So yeah, yeah. Brady's <laughs> one calling these guys. Maybe Brady talked about Darden, but talk about GM. This is the guy that traded up to get Darden. So he's invested draft capital in them. So he's going to want to see what his drafted guy. It's Not like Brady said, you better trade your ass up. <laughs> I'm like, you better trade me or trade up. Like, it's not like he did that. Maybe he said, this, this could be a guy I like, uh, but <laughs> away i mean i i think it's more the punt return ability because <laughs> that's funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: good one from the tip good one josh
1: <laughs> but i mean i i think i'm just trying to think too much into it i think it's just more the punt return job we don't need i mean barner's already hurt yeah
0: there's no and, other you know thing. they they featured uh devin tompkins with that role uh to start off with i think geiger got some kickoff returns uh in there as well uh, Rashad White. I don't think is a kickoff returner. I don't, I don't think they should <laughs> they should put him there. Uh, and it, I yeah, I think it's kind of telling that they didn't um, have Darden, you know, returning kicks. Like they were just they they said, hey, we're gonna give the opportunities to these other guys and and see what they can do.
1: I mean, you never know. You never mm-hmm. know. I'm not gonna say yeah. this is no matter what Darden's the guy. Devin Tompkins did have some shiftiness in in that game let's see with more opportunities what happens. Like I said, Leverett said earlier, mm. Oh my dude, Mr. Bucks nation is in up, James, James Hill, the original OG YouTuber of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, James, it's a, I feel starstruck right now. Thank you, James.
0: <laughs> James. Yeah. You're awesome, man. We got to get you back on our show, um, you know, here coming up soon. Hopefully we can get you on, you know, during the season at some point, I talk will some, talk some confused. football. Biggest brown noser.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, guys, if you haven't checked out Mister Bucks Nation, be sure to do so. Uh, he's just killing it over there, over sixteen thousand subscribers and counting. Makes daily content. We kind of stole his page. We learn from the best, so we're trying yeah. to we're trying to be just like him, and you know, try to be the best.
1: So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess jumping back into receivers. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Top four, we're in the mm-hmm. tub. There's there's no reason to kind of get them hurt. You're yeah. lingering hamstring things with already Evans, Gage, Julio. Let's just get them to the season. Don't even have them do mm-hmm. one play, and let's go. I mean, I, I freaking love this wide receiver room. I think it's a good thing that iron sharpening yeah. irons going on. I, I,
0: yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I have a I have a feeling they're going to keep seven. I mean, I I just feel like it's going to be hard. To- not to uh, you know, especially if these guys continue to contribute and I think they want to keep as many as they can um, and and keep seven. If I had to say right now, the outside guys looking, I I think Sarah Grayson definitely is on the bubble. Scotty Miller, unfortunately I hate to say it because Scotty's been doing so well at training camp. Like he's been balling out every day. Uh, Prashad Pearman, I don't see making it, you know, Vincent Smith, Cameron Brown, Guys like that, I guess so. it's, it's if
1: you see Devin Tompkins perform well at punt returner, mm. that could either push Scotty or Darden off. I guess, yeah, you know yeah. I, I
0: th- well, like we said just previously, I think Darden's got pretty much close as a lock as you can put it right now. He would have to do something like just dramatically wrong and <laughs> and, and and really knock himself out, or these other guys would have to play just out of the world like amazing. Um but I, I see him being right now the fifth guy. Then I would probably say the sixth guy is Tyler Johnson. And then after that it's just man, it's it's tough. I am I'm glad I'm not Jason Light. I'm glad I'm not him because that's it's tough decisions. But
1: this is also good news.
0: <laughs> yeah it's awesome. It's awesome because they don't want a situation like last year where they pretty much got left with the cupboard just empty. Um, especially going to the playoffs and they want to make sure they have as much depth there as possible. And uh, yeah, it should be, it, it's definitely one of probably the best. It's probably the best group on the team. When you think about it, it hands down, it's the best group. Like it's just top to bottom. I haven't seen this kind of receiver room. I don't know in a long time. I don't think we've ever had this much talent at at that position. I mean, think think about the damn names you can say. Yeah.
1: Evans, Godwin, Julio Jones. I don't care what age Julio Jones is. He's still Julio damn Jones. Until that man proves otherwise. Mm -hmm. Hell, I'm not going to say he's Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, or any of these guys that play that deep, or Larry Fitzgerald play that deep in their career, but you have three or four guys next to him that can just play at the same caliber. Why the hell not? Yeah. Have him lessen his reps, lessen the load. Just ball out for half the plays, 30-something plays, not 60-something plays. Mm -hmm. Let's see.
0: Yeah. and, and and people people forget like J, um, Jared Stearns and um, Devin Tompkins like they were two of the best receivers in college football last year numbers wise like I think Stearns got the triple crown and, and Devin Tompkins was right there behind him so these guys have ton of production and they probably would have been drafted much higher if these guys are six feet tall like if they were six foot and not you know five seven they probably would have been drafted at some point because their production and their ability to get open is just awesome. And I didn't expect that to, from Geiger. I thought Geiger really stepped up. Like his yeah. ability to stop and start was really cool to see. mean, trashed out there giving blocks for the man.
1: <laughs> but let's also say this. Yeah. They did really well in the second half of the first playoff or playoff game, first preseason <laughs> game. are not the best type of players there. So yeah. Playing yeah, competition. That's competition, right? So, if they're playing anyone that's on a first first team defense, it's a lot harder. It's a lot mm-hmm. harder to get open. Speed just doesn't win every time. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, we get excited over these new shiny new toys, but guys like Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden, Scotty Miller, they're still performing, showing you they've improved after the last year over and over and over again. If they're shitty, okay, get rid of them. I got mm-hmm. new new blood to kind of get in there and sharpen the tools, but. Now, it, it's very competitive, very, very competitive. Right. Uh, and let's, you know what, before we jump into old Trask, since I mean, we already did a whole video on him, mm. jump into the running backs. Yeah. i White, uh White, Geo, quick, but then gets hurt, shit. <laughs> i on catching balls. Tell me more on that.
0: Yeah, I thought the, the running back room looks, uh, you know, overall very solid. Uh, obviously, um, you know, Leonard Fournette didn't play. Uh, then you had you know, Geo as that first guy in, and I thought he did a lot of good things again. He looked quick. Uh, you know, Todd talked about him today just being a little bit sore, so it seems like he'll be okay. Uh, and they'll probably just you know, probably rest him for this week. He really doesn't need to play uh, in the preseason, uh, but he looked good. I, I thought he did a lot of good things. And then Keyshawn Vaughn catching the football smoothly, uh, just being consistent, running the ball. You know, he had some trouble but again that wasn't all his fault he was like met in the backfield a couple times uh but you know he did some good things got a nice touchdown run on the goal line so that was cool and then rashad i mean that's my other bro crush <laughs> rashad rashad's our guy man he, he's he's such a good dude and i don't know if you guys have checked out his story uh i'll have to put the the link in the description but man hell of a Hell of a past, hell of a character, just great human being. And he's hungry. He's very hungry. And uh he he looked good. And it was funny that you you texted me. He's like, he looks slow. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I think that's just his stride, man. He's got long legs and he just picks up ground so effortlessly and really made a lot of plays out of nothing, which was awesome. Like he got four, five yards, four yards, five yards. It was really good running by him he he looks the part he looks
1: bigger than yeah. most, i mean people keep saying he's six two, He's six foot but just he looks big and when he gets the ball people kind of bounce off of him he's not really falling down he'll absorb hits and keep moving forward yeah. uh even some of these i said yeah he looks slow maybe it is the stride but literally people are diving for his legs and he's like hurtling over him not like the crazy stuff you saw at arizona state but still like little they couldn't get him hmm. he got to the edge of, the sideline and keep going going upfield. I mean, a lot of stuff you'd like to see, and they even use them to split them out wide. They threw yeah. the ball a quick pass like that. Yeah, it was a little bit high from Trask. Maybe if he gets it a little bit lower, he can make something move or make a miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked a lot of what he did. Uh, there was no massive giant run, but he got chunk yards, chunk yard. The catch that he got from Trask and took it to the sideline. He yeah, got that. That was good. But mm-hmm. I. Can't wait to see more of them. I want to see more of Rashad white back there getting more reps. I want to see like maybe this third or second game. He gets a little bit more carries, even though he was our leading carrier. Uh Let's see what else he has. Cause this potentially could be another hidden weapon that yeah. Tom Brady can use and just rotate in with Fournette and geo nasty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I think, you know, he, he's another one that as he gets more comfortable, understanding the offense, understanding where to be, understanding blitz protection, stuff like that, picking up, you know, pass protection, all those little nuances, he's going to be just fine and uh, a lot of fun because, uh, you again, you can use them in so many different ways. Yeah, there you go. There, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed by him, and I can't wait to see uh, what he does in these joint practices coming up. Um, so yeah, for you guys that don't know, they do have joint practices coming up against the Titans, and that'll be you know huge for a lot of the main guys, a lot of the main players that we didn't see, and we probably won't see much of them in this game again. But it's good work for you know all the backups and building that depth. Um, so that'll be really good.
1: So we talked a lot of points, Joe Bernard. Another one other point, quick dude is quick. I think that's why I said Rashad White looks slow. Because Geo is just so damn shifty and quick. Shorter, just,
0: shorter legs, man.
1: Right. So maybe that's just it. it just yeah. Rashad White's more of a powerful fast instead of a quick fast. So uh but that's just my two cents. Now I've every Pi Buck fan in here is wanting to talk about mm-hmm. and good, you waited 43 minutes for it. Mr. Kyle Trask he stepped up to the occasion. And yes, even though that quicksand thing we talk about a lot. The dude had an interception that was crazy. Went off of a Rashad White's hands into the calves of a defender for an interception. Next series comes out, strip sack fumble, touchdown. They go into the half. How much do you think a guy can think and shit on himself seeing all these people writing about his practices, Oh, he sucks, trash, trash is trash, terrible pick. What were they thinking? You have FSU fans, bullshit. Miami fans, trash. And then you come out. Your first drive, drive down the field, make accurate passes, smart decisions, rolling in the pocket, good throwaways, and a perfect touch pass in the corner. And that was anticipatory pass, not mm-hmm. just, oh, he got open, now I'm going to throw it. He threw it before the guy was open. I thought that was a, a lot of good things from Trask, a lot of good like improvements from one year to the next. I think that trajectory we talked about from Florida, they made the, the strides to get better, are here and you're seeing it in person. If you go back and look at our tape from him last year, there was ugly things. I was first to say that. I was like you need to fix this. He's fixed a lot of it. That's all I'm going to say on that and plus go. Yeah,
0: yeah, before I hype up Kyle Trask, guys, be sure to hit that <laughs> like button, <laughs> comment down below what you think of this uh live stream. Uh, again, we appreciate all every single one of you. Uh if you if you haven't subscribed, you know, be sure to subscribe and you know check out all our daily content we're trying to pump out more videos during the week and obviously once we get into the season we're gonna do more you know film stuff and more you know film breakdowns as well uh so yeah a lot of great stuff at real Bucks talk we appreciate your support hit that like button for us but anyway back to Kyle Trask Kyle <laughs> looks good man he, he looks good and again it's it's against second third strength you know players guys that probably aren't going to be on the roster, but at the same time, he's playing with the same dudes, like guys that are not going to be most likely on the team. And he did a lot of good things. Uh, He showed poise. His mechanics are just way better than they were last year. Like so improved uh, as far as like just throwing with quickness, throwing with touch, throwing with velocity, Mm -hmm. stepping into his throws, being confident. There wasn't really, I saw one throw where he kind of threw it off his back foot. But again, it was a safe incompletion. So, you know, just stuff like that where he was being smart with his placement of the football, I thought was really good. Anticipation. Everything you said it was was right on the money. And on top <laughs> on top of that, it's okay, TB12, go man. It's all good. It's all good. Tom Brady is the QB this year. Yeah. That's all that matters. But, you know, just speaking on Trask overall you know solid game yeah I mean, so this is something i want to bring
1: up because a lot of fans get so mad about it yeah, yeah you just said it brady's your quarterback you don't have anything to worry about you're looking at are we gonna have to go out and draft someone else because trask isn't it mm-hmm. and
0: and they very well could still
1: draft a quarterback next year and yeah you're 100 honest it they probably could they probably should almost, especially if Brady's gone, bring even more competition. It doesn't have to be a first-round pick. right? It can be somewhere down the line. So usually first-round picks don't really pan out either, so take that into consideration, guys. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of the questions that people had got answered in this this game. I mean, the accelerated, uh, getting the ball out of his hands, way better. Decision-making, control of the offense. Um, clutch plays when... Down in distance is third and 21. Gets chunks. Even the players in the lineup say, oh, he told us to get a chunkier chunk there. Let's get it little by little. Confidence to say that, to control the huddle. Love it. To accuracy in some of these damn passes. Insane. You don't have to have a Matthew Stafford arm to make it in this league. I'm just looking for him to be Brad Johnson. He won a Super Bowl with us. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that guy. Yeah, There's consistent guys. Drew Brees did not have a cannon. Guys, He might, he might be on the show next week. Hint, hint. OK, yeah, possibly.
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> but uh, you just got to be able to run an offense, get the ball where it needs to be. Get mad about the Scotty Miller deep ball. People said it was late. No, he, he threw it, got off his back foot and unleashed it. It was just a little too high. Maybe drive it a little bit more. Didn't he underestimated Scotty's speed, maybe. I mean, I saw a lot to like. Still, I don't want to see him anywhere near the starting lineup just yet. Until yeah. so it has to be, but I'm ready for our Super Bowl run. But I did like the strides I saw to improve. Mm-hmm. I'm not bad at all about it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. And if anything, this week, you know, again, he's gonna get great reps with, you know, obviously, we haven't even talked about, you know, Tom Brady taking his, you know, 10 days off. Uh, but with with Tom, you know, being away for the team until after this game, I think it's awesome that. Uh, you know, Kyle and there you go. He's at a, you know, Tom was at a, a baseball tournament for his son. So again, it's nothing, nothing serious, nothing. He's going to you know, retire. Yeah. Nothing out of the, the ordinary. He just wanted to be with his kids and I can't blame him. He doesn't really need to play these two preseason games. He'll be out there for the third week uh, against the Colts and, you know, get his, his reps and timing and all that good stuff. Uh But, you know, back to Trask, I, I think it's awesome that he's getting more work, this week against Titans and joint practices going up against their competition and their level of play, a very good team as well, like deep depth as far as roster and talent on defense. So that'll be great. It'd be great work for, you know, our offensive line going up against Jeffrey Simmons. And I, and I think trust has a chance to, I hope, I mean, I hope, I hope they start him this week. I hope he starts ahead of Blaine Gabbert and, and plays the whole game. Cause you really don't need to see Blaine. Like, there's no reason to put him out there. Well,
1: oh, but the thing is, is this really
0: a competition for QB number two? Or is no, this- no, I don't think so. I would just like to see Trask get those reps and experience, especially against maybe some ones that the Titans play, and then you know, some twos as well, high quality.
1: I right, some good comments in the chat.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> love to see That's it. said, "Family time is important." Dude
1: couldn't stay around his family for two months before unretiring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, That's so he loves football.
1: Where is this Josh over here? Talking about Trask. As long as the arm is a bit better than Chad Pennington. Ah, uh,
0: Chad Pennington. Come on now. <laughs> it's a that, bit better now. Yeah, that he guy was. on pick. Yeah, that guy was injured before he stepped onto the field. Poor yeah, guy. He was in the Jets. It,
1: oh. it. It was over before it started. Josh. <laughs> but yeah, those are two yeah. funny ones there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, more on Trask. Uh, I, I don't know. So he puts, outside lever said, if Brady goes down or steps away, Trask should be QB number two. There's no reason to doubt the team winning with him at QB so long as the weapons are available, especially Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about this. I didn't want to talk this into a fruition. He has points here. Our defense is really damn good. I would think we'd be able to get to the playoffs if that said happened. But to Win a super bowl, you need to have continuity with the offensive players. He just isn't there yet. Would we be a winning team still? Yeah, I'd agree with that. But a super bowl caliber team, I don't know. I think you need to have a lot of continuity on that offense that Tom Brady has. And Trask is trying to still learn. Like someone said whip behind the ears. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And you know, he he's still gonna be, you know, QB3, I think, uh, for this year. Uh the, the biggest thing with Trask and I just, you want to just see that continue progression. And that's why I'm hoping like they give him an opportunity to, to start this game and, and then maybe bring in Blaine after him. I don't know if they would do that. Probably not. Maybe you play Ryan Griffin a little bit, Um, but at least give Trask, you know, three quarters or however long you want to put him in there uh, and give him opportunities to play, you know, with, uh, you know, some main guys against the other team. So one thing I do want to see though, so Mm.
1: Chris Schmidt here says, Trask kind of panics too many turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, not necessarily in this game against the Dolphins. That wasn't necessarily his fault. There wasn't really panicking. He was an interception that went off of our guy's hand into the Cavs, another one I mentioned, and then a left tackle gets beat immediately, strip sack fumble. That I'm not going to really associate to him, even though internal clock, say what you will. But in practice, yeah, every reporter possible. Trask, terrible interception. <laughs> Number 88, interception. I want to see what happens if the Titans are in there and they start sending blitzes. That's -hmm. where I want to see it. Does he cause turnovers? Does he throw something quick because he he thought too fast? Does he panic like he's saying here? I don't think it happened in this Dolphins game, but I'm hoping the Titans send something like that so we can see if that answer is there. Does he panic when pressure is in his face? Because I didn't really see much from Miami.
0: Right. No, I would agree with that. Yeah. didn't, they didn't do much as far as like overall looks, um, you know, from a pressure standpoint, but again, that was something they were doing in the joint practices where they were sending pressure and doing stuff like that. And I, you know, Trask was kind of mixed in that area. So yeah, that's something that you want to see progression in and, and hopefully he gets that, you know, this weekend, but you know, all, all in all, you know, I like where he's heading again. He's got a great head on his shoulders. He, you know, he, he comes with a background where this is kind of, it's been the norm for him, you know, backup works his way, eventually becomes a starter and then he just balls out. Uh, So you're hoping that track just continues to progress and he's got great coaching around him. Like he's learning from the best of the best. Um, So he's in a great spot. And I think he spoke about that, you know, during his press conference. So, yeah i'm proud of him and i just hope he just continues uh to keep going that way
1: and i think it is i mean think about it he's gonna have a whole other year
0: to sit yeah. and learn and yeah and just look how quickly his mechanics improve from yeah. this one year like imagine him next year continuing to work on his body continue to work on everything understanding playbook understanding throwing with anticipation that's the biggest thing that just looks so good like and he was looking off the safety. He was looking middle of the field then going the other way. His feet were connected with his arm. Yeah, so many positives to take away. And I fully agree with that. Like, just look at the
1: baby fit he had last year. Mm. And what he looks like now. He's taking this extremely seriously. His body's changed. Mechanics have changed. Oh, like, confidence is literally standing. is like looking like a statue like Brady does. Just not popping on his toes. He's like, controlled. Okay, I'm looking here. That's covered fine already know where I'm going to go next. It's knowing what's option two, three, four before I even have to look at it. Love that. And, again, vanilla defense. But mm-hmm. the ability is there. I want to see what happens when he does get that fire. I know Chris Schmidt was saying about I'll take the sack, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not about this game. I thought he did well in those situations. I want to see what happens if he does get jailhouse blitz. Does he just throw it away? Does he take a sack? Or does he try and find the, the quick hot route? That's what I want to see.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. uh so I mean overall again it was a it was a game at, at that looked really good. Yeah, hit that like button guys. We appreciate the support. uh it was preseason. Obviously we came up short and just missed the kick there at the end. but overall a lot of good execution, I thought from both sides. you know, defensively they held Miami uh on third down. I think they're only two of ten on third down, which is great. Held them to field goals quite often. Uh, So that was a good sign. And then offensively, you know, you did some good things. There was some, you know, some missed opportunities here. Obviously, the little two-minute before the half, that was unfortunate. Bad, you know, just bad bounces, really. And But I saw a lot of positives and can't wait for uh, next week. All right.
1: Talking about the missed kick, Mm -hmm. do you think that that was it? That was – that missed – game when no, he no. choked on that and did it is that suck up okay now it's yours <laughs> I mean, that, no. that, it looked
0: ugly well like, I, was, yeah, I was i was saying it, and then i was time. saying this earlier tonight because i was also on the the loose cannons podcast but it just seems like he has like a natural uh knuckleball to his kick um because if you look at some of his earlier kicks then there was like that kind of effect where it's going straight and kind of zooms out to the right a little bit um, where he made it but on that one it was just he just didn't get it properly and obviously it it hit off the the goalposts there but i don't think he's out of the competition i think he's still going to have a chance i think Suckup is probably going to kick it this week going up against his former team in the titans so it seems like that was kind of planned <laughs> so you know it'll, we'll see how he does and then i think board will still get an opportunity maybe in that last game uh, against the colts or maybe both of them will you know, kick at some point in, in the same game. I mean, to, to his credit, it did
1: hit, did hit the the post. So I feel like all of his miss have hit the post. even In practice and in the game now, but that 55 yarder was really damn close as well. Like here's the post, here's the ball. It it went right in there. So I mean, yes. Do you want the power leg with the potential to be good or suck up, old reliable, but he just can't kick the ball deep at all. And it's questionable. And then the punting game mm. what happened there. Are we shaky with that? I mean, you can't be shaking. You drafted him high. You have no other options. Yeah. Maybe just years yeah. out.
0: Yeah. He had two bad kicks. You know, obviously the, the first punt, uh, wasn't great. Not great, Bob. And then, you know, <laughs> the, the kickoff going out of bounce that just brought me like PTSD of last year against the Rams with Bradley pinion, kicking it off out of bounce. <laughs> so you know um gave me a little heartburn so i hope hopefully that you know doesn't continue but after that i thought he kicked the ball well he kicked it out of bounds on the or kicked it um for touchbacks yeah. with the kickoff and then he had some g- really good placement on his punts um you know going forward i i think he'll be fine he better be <laughs> for that him <laughs> to be uh to, for that special teams
1: to be consistent and Error free because I, I mean that literally is a part of your, your team. There's three phases. If it, one shits the bed that bad, the other team starts off in good field position and makes the rest of your two phases look like shit. They're mm-hmm. starting from the backbone, right? So yeah. Um it'll get cleaned up. I'm sure of it. And if it's not, I'm scared. But uh it was mm-hmm. just one game, preseason game. Right. Let's get it all the way.
0: Good to see you, A-rod in here. Yeah. Great question. So it's a legit question. Yeah
1: ever make an appearance on the fairweather podcast. Is it an open invite? Is that what it is? And when is it that I don't even know when it is? No, we record Wednesday's air on Thursday, all sports. Okay. So Wednesday, give me a time and I'll see what I can make do. That's my, my daughter's softball practice day. So I usually pick her up and play there. So we'll see. I'll see what I can do i'll give you a we'll see i can't give you a 100 percent positive on that yeah family good to see, Come on family man
0: good to see a rod uh <laughs> don't have brand new <laughs> all right well i think we pretty much covered it as far as the game Uh a lot of great stuff obviously we we talked about the carl nasa edition i think that's awesome uh you know carl uh kyle trask played really good There was just so many positives, I think, on both sides. Uh, And, you know, overall, a good first game. Again, it's a loss, but it doesn't matter. It's preseason. Let's see how they continue to progress uh, coming up this week against the Tennessee Titans. And, yeah, man, it's full football from here on out, and I love every second of it. It's awesome. (laughs) It really is. Oh, the wives are
1: already getting annoyed, and I love it. So you know, um you know what's going on. It's buck season. I feel like that damn commercial with like that more buck paint gets on the guy's face. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that's gonna do it for us. Again, hit that like button. Be sure to comment down below what you guys think of our content. Uh leave us comments on what we can do better, or if there's something you guys want to see, you know, bring it out there to the YouTube channel and we'll do our best to get on top of it. And subscribe, give us a subscribe if you haven't subscribed, do that now. You won't regret it. This is some of the the best Bucks content out there that you're gonna get uh, because we really deep dive into it, and it's just a different perspective. We love football, and we want you guys to learn how we see it, but also just learn how to really watch the game in a different way. It's it's a lot of fun. So, uh, with that said, everyone have a great night. Be sure to watch Cobra Kai and Go Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> woo